Hey everyone, I'm Abby with the Always Early Period. And I'm Jenny with the Ever Bleeding Uterus. Welcome to Blame It on the Badge. Your weekly vagina talk with your besties. This week we're talking pain with intercourse. But first, how's your badge this week, Abby? Well, it's been a few weeks since we recorded and I know the last time I was on my period it started early and it started five days early again (laughs) but the only good thing about this time was my older daughter and I were scheduled to go to Nashville and fly out on like the day that my period was supposed to start and I wasn't looking forward to that but then it came five days early so by the time we flew out I was better or not better, but you know, it wasn't like as bad, the gushing blood. Yeah. So at least that's the silver lining around it coming early right. <clears throat> having all these weird, but I got all the weird symptoms again, like horrible, not like nausea and um, cramps. And I mean, I had everything. That's awful. And then the blood comes, like, all of it comes the first two days, which is fun. <laughs> it's like the shining. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, a river <laughs> of blood. Um, so that's, I, but I'm done, and it's fine, and my vag is fine right now. So Yay. I guess we'll see if it comes early next month. And <laughs> it's always an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. How's your vag, Jenny? It's bleeding again. Ugh. I did 29 days on. I had a two day break and then I started a little bit again this morning. But we'll see. Um, I had a transvaginal ultrasound last Thursday uh, that was a bit concerning because she spent a large amount of time in one specific area at the back end of my uterus Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't tell me anything she just wanted to know when my appointment with my doctor was but I think what may have triggered it this time was masturbating last night because I actually penetrated for the first time in forever because I was so scared to no pain well actually there was a little pain when I first inserted it. So right at, I I couldn't figure out where exactly the pain was. That's what I was trying to locate, which is an odd moment when you're just trying to get off, but you're like, oh, I need to figure out, is the pain (laughs) here? Is it higher up at the cervix? Is it actually in the uterus? Is it, you know? (laughs) Let me grab my notebook and take some notes. Right. (laughs) With my vibrator going. Right. Let me just do this real quick. I can multitask. So it may just be that I triggered a little something and I'm not going to bleed that much. Please, God, because how I fucking bled for 29 days and was not anemic is a straight up miracle. Uh, yeah, I don't Eat know. your leafy greens, ladies. That's all I can say. Lots of broccoli and spinach and... Sweet potatoes, things rich in iron, I think, are what really saved me. You think that helped? Yeah, for sure. I think the way that I eat definitely helped. That's good. Anyways, let's talk about... Did you get the results of the... No, I won't until this week. Okay. Uh, I see her on the 25th. Okay. So we'll discuss the results of that, the results of the blood work that I can't read, the hormonal stuff that she did. And we'll schedule a biopsy, one more. Just, I mean, I had one in September, but I I think she just wants to make sure. But that may depend on what she sees in the transition. Well, that was a different doctor, right? Yeah, that's true. It would be smart to repeat it, as painful as that fucking is. Have you tried the boric acid yet? I have not. (sighs) Jenny. I know. Are you still itchy? I am just a little bit itchy. The antibiotics really kicked ass, and I'm hoping it's done. But they did tell me I have to come back and be retested, and 
there is a chance that it could take multiple doses of antibiotics, but yeah, at least I can be cured. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So let's talk pain within our cores. Yeah, it's totally a thing, guys. It's it is not a bad. It's, I mean, it's not doesn't mean you're weird. It happens to all of us. What causes pain within our cores? I think the easier question might be what doesn't <laughs> cause pain with intercourse. But I had to read this totally fucking pissed me off from WebMD. Intercourse pain can cause problems in a couple's sexual relationship. In addition to the physical painful sex, there's also the possibility of negative emotional effects. So the problem should be addressed as soon as it arises. So basically, fix it, women. It's your fault. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because we don't saying, see like, that. And they're saying like negative emotional for your partner. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that. I, has that ever been a part of a, an erectile dysfunctional drug ad? No. Not getting it up can cause problems in your relationship. So you need to fix that so shit as soon it. as you can't get that dick to work. Like nobody ever says that to them. Mm-mm. Also, there's a specific name for intercourse pain. And when I saw it, I thought, oh, Abby's going to love me trying to say this. <gasps> okay, intercourse go. pain, the technical term, the medical term is dyspareunia. Dyspareunia? 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 D-Y-S-P-A-R-E-U-N-I-A. Dyspareunia. Unia. Nudia. <laughs> we are librarians. Yes. I always think of that um, in The Mummy when she's drunk and she's like, oh, I'm a librarian. I always think <laughs> about us. Or I think about that when we fuck up words. I have to pour more water. I apologize. I thought I had done that before the podcast started. So she has this like huge fucking jug, like the <laughs> biggest jug of water that usually she just chugs out of. But today she poured it in a glass. But sometimes she'll just take that huge jug and just like start chugging. <laughs> <laughs> what causes painful sex in women? So, in many cases, we experience it if there's not sufficient vaginal lubrication. Yes. Again. Are we going to talk about different types of pain, too? Yeah, we're going to go through Okay. Okay. When this occurs, the pain can be resolved. Again, thank you, WebMD. If the female becomes more relaxed. Oh, thanks for that. Okay, let me just... Again, just pushing it off on us. Let me just lay there like a dead fish and relax myself. If the amount of foreplay is increased... Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There you go. Or if the couple uses a sexual lubricant. Also kind of a winner. Abby's motto, stay moist, my besties. (sighs) Thanks. We can go through all of the different things that affect us and why they cause the pain with sex, because there's quite a few. Some that you wouldn't even think of. Hormonal birth control specifically reduces your fluid secretions, so your vagina is naturally drier. Oh, okay. The easy fix, water-based lube. I feel like as we get older, it's drier too. Like, um, it's harder to have sex as you get older, I think, without lube. Definitely. At certain times of the month. Like, if we catch it right when I'm uh, ovulating, that's totally fine. That's the second thing that we were going to talk about. Your oh. cycle. <laughs> when you're a week away from ovulating, your secretions vary throughout your cycle and dip after your period, but before your mid-cycle egg drop. It's not hard for me to get wet. It's hard for me to stay wet. Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of us. We'll get so, wet, but then it won't continue. And so it'll be like a friction. 
thing right. after so many minutes. So even when you don't think you need lube, still lube. Or just have it handy. Right. Right there. Yeah. Because there'll be, and usually I'll know, like like with the ovulating, I'll know we probably don't need it. But if, if it's a different time of the month, we'll be like, eh, we better get this handy just in case. Right. Mid-cycle, we tend to have, like, more discharge, more mucousy discharge, which reduces friction. Yeah. And makes the sex feel a lot better. Or you could just get her off first. Then she'll have a bunch and ready to go. It's hilarious. It's like you're you're hitting each one right before I Oops. get to it. Not Play. enough foreplay is the next one. Yeah. Take your time. Take your time to get... What's what's that word, Abby? Damp. <laughs> what's the other word for damp that starts with an M? An upside down M. Wet. <laughs> Wet is good. Mm-hmm. More foreplay. Lube, lube, lube. It seems like lube is constantly the answer through most of this. Yeah. Lube is our best friend. Fuck diamonds. Lube is a girl's best friend. And this is the type of pain, though, is more like a friction rubbing pain rather than the internal type pain we're talking about. Right. And lube is your best friend when... Once you hit, I would say, 35, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's when the dick annoyingly rubs? Yes. Especially if it takes a while. (laughs) (laughs) We honor definitions of a while, though, so. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's fun to have... Every so often have those long intercourse sessions just for the connection, but that is not something you want to go for every single time. No, that, yeah. Especially if you're vagina. Yeah. Unless you're just doing it like once a week, then maybe. Because, you know. When you move in together and you have kids, usually it's about just once a week these days. Yes, especially when you move in together and you both have kids Mm -hmm. and they're on different schedules. So it seems like you almost always have kids in the house. Yes. I love that I said that like that was my life. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. This is good, but have you had a nap? Naps are good. If you can fit a nap in, I would much rather have that at this point. <laughs> right. Nap is the new foreplay. Mm-hmm. Antihistamines. Our sinuses oh. aren't the only place we have mucus, ladies. Yes. Or secretions. That shit dries up everywhere. That is so true. I'm My eyes two- even get dry. Yes. I'm on two antihistamines and Sudafed constantly for my COPD. It helps with the mucus and the secretions, but it dries everything up. It dries my eyes up. It dries my mouth up. Mm -hmm. The fix, of course, is lube or alternative treatments if you... If you can handle those instead of antihistamines, I have to say they were created for a reason. They're amazing. What is not an option or a fix? Do not get rid of your pets, people. We kill five to seven million a year nationwide in this shelter system. Not an option. What is pet? Oh, you mean like allergies to pets? Yeah, for antihistamines. I was like, where did you get that from? Why are we talking about pets? <laughs> Why do pets make your vagina dry? Right. What's the connection? You turn into Linda. Why would my cat make my vagina dry? 
I totally <laughs> felt like that at minute, for a minute. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> allergies. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens when I'm only halfway through my first cup of coffee. I don't make anything flow. Well, I'm in the same boat as far as understanding things at the moment. Another reason you suck at shaving. <laughs> Don't rush it and nick that vulva or labia. Ooh. Right. Oh, didn't you? Was it you that had a wax one time where they took off yes. a little bit of your... Oh, Jesus. Yes. And it was bleeding. Oh, I didn't go back to that person. No, that'll do it. Yeah. Also, infected hair follicles and shaving rash take the fun out of sexy time. Well, yeah. One. Talk That's about why I don't really even shave there anymore. I just use my trimmer because I've tried everything with shaving and I still get like a rash in my bikini line. Oh, my God. I tried your shaver, Abby, and... I, I don't know how to work that thing. I didn't try Abby's actual shaver. I want to. I sent it to her right to try. <laughs> we traded. I purchased. I snuck over to her house and into her bathroom tried and used her shaver. We trade. She I try her sex toys and she tries my <laughs> shaver. Ew. No. no, I ordered it and I know you're supposed to be able to set it, like pull it out farther. So if you want more hair, push it in farther if you want less hair. But for some oh, the reason, guide? yeah, for some reason to try to trim it like that, huh? it it just cuts it all off. Oh, I don't and even it, use the guide. Oh. I just I just like trim really carefully and oh, don't try touch my skin. You know what I mean? I take the guide off and then I just kind of trim it all. I don't know. But I don't touch my skin to where it like takes it all off. So it leaves it short. That makes Because the guide's kind of awkward. It doesn't. It's I think the guide awkward. only works if your hair is like a super 70s bush. I don't think oh. it really works if you're like already kind of trim you know and you're just trying to trim up a little bit right so the only where the only place I touch my skin is on the bikini line with it to get the hair like off you know off or whatever since I don't like to shave there and that seems to work and not give you a rash yeah and I exfoliate after with like um like a gentle exfoliating sponge to help open up the whatever follicles. Okay, I'll have to try that then. Yeah. If you if you aren't like Abby and you end up with a shaving rash, that's gonna take the fun out of sexy time or an infected hair follicle. Hydrocortisone so, cream and sorry. your vibrator is your new best friend. So does that cause you to get dry or we're just saying that's another painful area that could be that's painful? That's another painful area that could okay. make sex painful okay now we're gonna go back inside yeasty beastie mm. we all love those while yeast infections tend to be more itchy than painful they alter the ph in our vag which inflames vaginal tissue and causes pain upon penetration so it's really easy to get some diflucan from your healthcare provider or just shoot some cream up there from the drugstore or some boric acid or some kills them both acid. if you can get more courage than jenny abby's favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> i need to come out with my own brand of boric acid you do abby's boric acid pills pop that shit up there get rid of the itch yes no more itch. No more itch. That's a better. That's better than the line I came up with. Get rid of that shit so you can fuck again. No, I like that. <laughs> that's like the tagline. Abby's boric acid. Chlamydia is frequently asymptomatic, 
but this STI can cause scarring and inflammation that makes thrusting uncomfortable. Mm. Sharing is not caring when it comes to your STIs, peeps. Testing, treatment, be aware. There are more that are out there than we're generally tested for. Right. We want to keep up on all of them. And wear condoms with the new partner until you can get tested. <laughs> wear condoms with a new partner, even if they have been tested and you've seen their test sheet, because there are a few that men don't get commonly tested for that they can still have that they have no symptoms for. And nobody knows until you end up with it. So, And then you have symptoms. Because women get screwed in that. Yeah. It seems to be lots of STDs that men don't have symptoms for that women do. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we have one that will fucking give us cancer. Doesn't give them cancer. Right. What the fuck? And they can give it to us. And they don't even have symptoms. They have no idea they have it. That's HPV, by the way. In case you were wondering. (laughs) Dear listeners. Librarian Abby has you covered. Yeah. Another thing that can cause pain with sex, and we have all been here, you're bloated as fuck. Oh, yeah. Whether you have IBS or colitis or you just wolfed down one of those Chipotle burritos. Yeah, those gas pains, man. Or a double-double from in and out with... Fries, animal style, and a milkshake. Wait, what's animal style? They do some kind of saucy sauce, and I think maybe even cheese. I'm not sure, because I don't eat it. I just know that when my younger brother, Drew, would go, he would always order, like, two double-doubles and then two fries, animal style. Oh. It just sounded fun, but everyone ends up bloated. Bloating can make sex feel uncomfortable. Well, then it'll like be pushing the farts out, right? Yes. And if you washed your food down with half a pitcher of beer, forget about it. Sex with the full bladder, it's the fucking worst. Oh, yeah, it is. Bloated and a full bladder. So be a Jenny or Abby and pee first. Yes. Because nobody likes that feeling that you're just going to pee all over them. Right. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah. I've had to stop one time where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to pee. (laughs) So (laughs) get off. Get off. Get off. Get off. That's what I'm trying to do. No, get off me. (laughs) I'm going to pee on you. (laughs) That's when you find out if your partner's into pee play. Mm-hmm. No pink shaming. Nope. Keep those golden showers coming. (laughs) So maybe wait until your meal digests, too, before you go for that dessert. Yeah. A few things that really cause pain internally with sex and without even having sex. Fibroid. Shout out to Subby. Subby. Oh, I forgot to ask how Subby was doing. We, Subby, well, we're going to find out how Subby is because they were getting specific pictures of Subby. Okay, good. Aw, Subby had a photo shoot. Subby did. Subby got, Subby got a boudoir shoot before I did. Yeah. Fibroids, we did a whole episode on them and how they can be small enough that people never notice them. And till they grow large enough that they get hit by the dick during sex. Oh, yeah. It's got to hurt. Jostled around. Like we recommended in that episode, talk to your OBGYN. Schedule an ultrasound. If it's big enough and in the right location, you might want to discuss removing it or just getting rid of that uterus altogether. It's, it's your call. It's up to you. But... We'll go over at the end some ways that may be able to help you not have painful sex, even if you have 
the next three things we're going to discuss. Ovarian cysts are another one that can cause pressure during sex or sudden acute pain if the sex causes the cyst to pop. <clears throat> Ouch. You feel like you're fucking dying. I had that happen one time. Oh my God, it was like the worst fucking pain I, I it was on my right hand side so I thought it was appendicitis oh my god but there were still bits of the cyst left so they could tell that's what it was and what had happened oh. when they did the emergency ultrasound oh my god it was so terrifying because I'd never had anything like that happen before man yeah that's scary And like everything else in the life of someone with ovaries, there are very few treatment options. And you know the first fucking thing they suggest, relax and do nothing. Just wash and see, because cysts often go away on their own. Ugh. And of course, they push the birth control for that. I was going to say, it's birth control. To suppress ovarian function. I'm supposedly prevent the cysts from growing mm. and we're escalating with each one right so we start with fibroids then we go with ovarian cysts and now we're going to touch on endometriosis so that basically for people who don't know is when the cells that typically line the uterus and do the whole shed and bleed thing every time you get your period grow elsewhere like on the fallopian tubes or on the tissue that lines the pelvis. It, endometriosis, of course, causes fertility issues and pelvic pain, plus that fucking over-the-top cramping mm. with your period. Yeah. And scarring does occur. The thing that I want to say with endometriosis is you really have to push for diagnosis. You have to find a good OBGYN. You have to push for diagnosis. And then you have to push for the option that is right for you because sometimes surgery is that option and you have to fight like hell for it, especially if you are young. Because for some reason, this culture wants us to keep our uteruses no matter what. Right. It's so Just fun. in case. It's like, no, if I get rid of my uterus and then I want a kid, I'll adopt. Like, it's not that big fucking fucking deal you know right don't tell a young woman who's in her 20s who knows she doesn't want children and has been through hell with her periods and has endometriosis and just wants everything out that she's going to regret it and you're not you're doing this for her by not removing it that's just wrong all right but endometriosis can make because of the scarring that that occurs it can make sex uncomfortable. You want to touch on pregnancy? Oh, the, yeah. I mean, just everything hurts. The farther so, along you are, the heavier your uterus is. Yeah. Hang on your back directly. And then the, the baby likes laying on. Because you don't, when you're pregnant, you can't really lay on your back because it hurts. Because the baby's pressing on all sorts of organs. So you usually like sleep on your side, especially when you're bigger. So especially sex like missionary style is not is not fun. So doggy style or side by side? Yeah, but doggy style when you're you got to have something to like hold your bump because then it's just hanging there. You got to put yeah. like a pillow under it. I can't then you imagine. feel like the baby's going to like break through. Right. I can't imagine having like your belly be swollen and have like that eight pound baby in there and yeah. you're trying to be on all fours and just take yes. it doggy style yeah I think the side being on your side is probably the best bet spermicide how many of us have discovered that we're sensitive to it or allergic to it once it's inside of us <laughs> yeah and you're like fuck what is going on with this? A lot of us can't use it because we're too sensitive. 
the irritation increased your risk of, or in Abby's case, practically guarantees infection and micro tears in the vag. Yeah. Our vaginas don't like things in it. No. Use condoms to catch those swimmers. You don't have to kill them if they don't get out. <laughs> and there, I mean, you have to figure out, con- cause don't some condoms have like spermicide on it or yeah. something? So you have to be very careful when you're yeah. picking out the condoms. You have to write him a very specific list if you're going to make him yeah. buy the condoms. I think what has worked for us is we get the the non-lubed condoms and then we use a water-based lube with them yes. because I know that I can handle that water base and I'm pretty sure the other types of condoms just irritate too much. Yeah. Whatever whatever type of lube they have on there, all the add like whatever they add in there chemicals and shit you know your your own vag by now like don't rely on other condoms get them without any lube and add what works for you for sure listeners besties yes we're just looking out for you we are that's what we do that's what we're here for vaginismus is an involuntary clenching of the vaginal muscles that makes penetration painful and sometimes impossible. Mm. I was really happy to see them touch on this on the Netflix show, Sex Education. It's sometimes triggered by psychological trauma or fear. So in that case, your treatment will involve therapy. Yeah. So this definitely needs to be something that you have a doctor's help and advice for. Find someone who specializes in that. What about breastfeeding, Abby? Lactating and breastfeeding lower your estrogen and make your vaginal tissues more delicate? Um, yeah, I, prob- I wouldn't know because there was no sex while there was breastfeeding going on. I mean, not at the same time, but in the... <laughs> period of time (laughs) just to clarify (laughs) in the like several months that I breastfeed there was no sex going on so I wouldn't know that (laughs) the way you said it you're like I mean not at the same time so I didn't have her on one boob right I'm taking him on the other same time him on the other (laughs) oh that hurts my cheeks to laugh well lube of course is always the recommendation but you can even use a vaginal moisturizer the rest of the time you're welcome early menopause man that fucking thing right wait is it better after menopause though or is it just like early menopause and then you're fucked the rest of your life? Pretty much. Oh. We've covered the fun of this several times, and there are many reasons it makes sex not so fun. But again, low estrogen levels that cause dryness and thin vaginal tissues make your vag especially delicate and susceptible to tears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to market boric. We need Abby's boric acid. And then we need Abby's water-based lube. Yes. With emo oil. Yes, Abby's emo oil. A whole (laughs) line of products. I know, Abby. You could could be rich and not have to be a librarian anymore. I know. You have the perfect face to market stuff, too. I do. Hmm. Now I do. The journey that we go through is very personal, and it varies. So you get to choose your path through menopause. It can involve hormones. It can involve controlling it with your diet. Your path may involve surgery. Your path may be holistic. But water-based lube is your 
bestie. <laughs> yes, it is. Another thing that can make it uncomfortable, and this is more on the outside, it's not on the inside. So this is for people like Abby and I who like clip play, like the love button. If you go too hard on your cycle or that goddamned assault bike, it can put pressure Ooh. on the nerves and bruising the vulva. Yes. It causes general discomfort that reveals itself <laughs> during sexy time. Mm -hmm. And make sure your partner doesn't go too rough on there, too, because that'll. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's. Sometimes they're stronger with their hands than they know it. Yeah. Like when they use a gripper for hand strength. I don't know why he does, but that makes his hand extra strong. It's practicing. So what you want to, oh my God, Abby, that's like my new like or you know or um is so. <sighs> We started a drinking game on the murder podcast because I use that word to start sentences all the time. I guess. I guess I never noticed it. It's new. It's um, like new within the last month or two. I never oh, used man. to do it. It's your new thing. It's So, and then I start with that right away. <gasps> you did. It's crazy. It's a new thing. Yeah. It's like my new favorite word. Couldn't mm -hmm. I pick a longer one or a better one? Yeah. Like lubrication. <laughs> Although, could you imagine starting every sentence with that? Lubrication. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that would be especially awkward during a work meeting. Yes, that would be. That's not the best word to have. If you're into cycling or you have to do a fucking assault bike, ask Titus if you're working out at the box because coach has you. He can show you how to shift that seat and move it around and make it more comfortable. Otherwise, use a padded seat or wear padded workout pants. Oh, I've I heard of those. Didn't even know those were a thing. For bicyclists. Like shoulder pads, but for your crotch. Yeah. Their crotch and their butt is like padded. I think my sister has some of those. I want to wear them all the time. Yeah. Why? Why just limit why them to cycling? You? Yeah. Especially if your like chair at work isn't the best. If you don't have an eight hundred dollar chair like me. Right. That eight hundred dollar chair must cure everything. It I bet does. it cures hemorrhoids the minute you sit in it. Yes, it's angelic. Does angel music play? There's like mm -hmm. a harp every time you sit down in it. Yes. And I thought I fucked it up because I got a seat warmer because I'm so cold. But I was able to sort of like mold it to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So if you're cycling, get to class early enough to fuck around with the seat. Not literally, you weirdos. Play around with it to find the perfect position that alleviates the pressure or by padded workout pants. Yes. Okay, let's go back inside the vagina. Okay. I'm going back in. We're going in. Lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> Vulvodynia is a rare syndrome that causes chronic pain throughout the vulva region, not just during sex. They think that it's a neurological condition, so there's not just one fix. It's not going to be like Abby's boric acid or Abby's emu oil. Just you, you have to talk to your OBGYN to figure out what's right for you. It could be estrogen. It could be steroid cream. It could be antidepressants. There's a lot of different treatments. You're, you're going to love this next one because, again, I have to pronounce something that I have no idea how to pronounce. Okay. Jogren's 
syndrome. I've heard of that one too. So uh, these ones that you're mentioning now, this last one and then this one, are all terms that my doctor threw around when they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And so they're all things that she mentioned that it could be that we kind of figured out it wasn't. But at the time, so I'm recognizing these that you're saying. Well, and this one especially makes sense for you because you were saying that you had dry eyes too. Mm -hmm. And this is a rare immune system disorder that is characterized by dry eyes, dry mouth, and wait for it, dry badge. You know, and that could be possible because these types of autoimmune things run in my family. Like, I think right. my mom has it. I know she's got dry mouth, dry eyes, and all that kind of stuff. That's it's great though that you had a doctor that looked at all of these mm-hmm. and at least took it seriously. Yeah. So, what do you think the fix is for dry? Oh, I don't know. Could it be lubrication? Moisture. <laughs> Moist. Lube, it's like magic. Now we're going to talk inside and outside the badge. That bag of sex. What? <laughs> Sounds like you that said bag, bag of sex. Of sex. Oh, bag of sex. I thought you said bag of sex. I like a bag full to- of sex. Started to say that I need to drink the rest of my coffee. I had like five hours of sleep last night. It's been a crazy week. The bag of peas sex. Yes. We're talking that hardcore have to sit on that bag of peas the next day sex. Because it can cause micro tears in the vagina in addition to making you swell. Yes. Bag of peas sex hurts everywhere it's inside and it's outside because you're also going to have bruising on your clit what's the fix bag of frozen peas duh Mm -hmm. also maybe abstain from sex until the pain goes away i tend to be my own worst enemy in this it's hard because i'm still swollen and excited and i tend to want it again and even more or get a smaller dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not that easy, though, I know. Hi, honey. Um, Here's divorce papers. I'm sorry. I need a smaller dick. <laughs> Your sex position can also affect it even without any of the other conditions, which kind of plays into the size also of the penis that you're dealing with or the vibrator or the fingers or the hand. Whatever it is. The fist. Cosmo just said your sex position Like, you only do one sex position always, ever. (laughs) Don't we all? Come on. Give us some cred, Cosmo. We have our favorites. But we switch it up. Yeah. I don't start doggy every time. I work up to it. And then I do some other positions after. Come on. Anyways, guess what, Abby? The tilt of our uterus affects our comfort level during sex. Yes. Well, because there's always that, like, for me anyway, that borderline, like, good pain until it crosses into bad pain. (laughs) Right. You walk that fine line. Yeah. And it's so good. And it's such that it's the sweet pain. It's, oh, it's the sweet pain. It's just, oh, my God, stop. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're going to puncture my stomach lining or something. That's what it feels like right now. I'm pretty sure you just gave me a colonoscopy. Right. (laughs) 
So we have a few sex physicians suggestions for you. Well, Cosmo does, but we're going to share their five positions real quick with you. That help when you have pain during vaginal intercourse. There are a few good books that I wanted to recommend. Ending Female Pain by Issa Herrera. She does touch briefly on sex pain. Well, maybe not so briefly, but she also discusses ending pain in general, not just with sex. The other book is Sex Without Pain, A Self-Treatment Guide to the Sex Life You Deserve. That's by Heather Jeffcoat. And if you don't want to purchase these books, you can go to your local library and ask your librarian. Don't be ashamed. Don't be shy. A lot of us have online services, too. And you can suggest a purchase or you can request it in our library loan if it is more than a year past the publication date. We, if we don't have it, we can try to get a hold of it for you if we won't purchase it so that yes. it can come to your local library. And we have pickup services now, so you don't even have to look at a librarian when you pick up that book. Well, there's a lot of libraries that do, you get your own hold and you do your own checkouts, especially now with COVID, so. Yes, contact the, Right, right. But again, like, there are all kinds of titles out there that we see every day. There's no embarrassment there. I mean, we're not we're not going to mention it to you or say anything when you pick it up. It's kind of like the pharmacy confidentiality type of thing. It's just like they're not going to yell out what it is that you have, you know. It's so. we don't do it's not like a price check. Right. Who ordered the tantric sex book? Tantric sex, please raise your hand. Come forward now that everyone's staring at us. Right. Yeah, that's not going to happen in the library. We take it. She we... comes first. Who ordered this <laughs> title? Who? Whose husband isn't giving them the orgasm they need first? Come forward and get your book. We don't right. do that. It's on the shelf. I mean, we we Under can't your name, even pick it up. Even with phone calls, when we call you about that book, we don't name that book. Right. If you we don't always, answer the phone and we're not talking directly, right? We don't to leave a you, message. We can't leave that on the answering machine. So don't worry about that either. Hi, this message is for Abby. Abby, this is Jenny calling from your local library. I just wanted to let you know that your guide to healing STDs without letting your partner know has come in. <laughs> if you no longer want this hold, please give us a call at 555. Your marriage is now over. Have a great day. Exactly. So there are lots of reasons that we have pain with sex. I was going to mention one um, that my doctor thought that I had that I don't think I did. Um, and it's a very rare condition called it's either. See, I'm going to fuck this word up. Lichen sclerosis or lichen sclerosis. And it's a. Uh, I think it happens on the outside of your vulva and you can be itchy, but your skin thins and um, which can make sex painful and whatever you have to take um, like a steroid ointment for it, which in turn can also thin your skin, which can make sex painful. Oh, wow. So luckily that's the, isn't what I have. I don't think because I didn't have any of the other, signs of it um which could be like white patches and things like that and so I didn't have any of that but 
Um, but that I was being treated for that whenever they didn't know what it was. And sex was painful because um, I felt more you could get fissures, you know, little cracks because of how thin it is. And I think that but I think the medication I was taking for it was what was thinning me out and causing the fissures and stuff, which in turn hurts. So. Um, so that's another condition if you have that that could make it painful. And again, the emu oil helped and lube helps with that um, during sex. And then just communicating with your partner and asking them to be gentle or finding a different way while you're being treated. There's so much shit that can go wrong with us mm-hmm. that can cause painful intercourse. And what do guys have? Do they even have anything? Unless it's a STD or like warts on their penis or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Wart might kind of rub the right spot in us, though. (laughs) That was so twisted. (laughs) Yeah, don't have sex if your partner has warts. That's your uh, or need. open sores or any kind of sores. <laughs> anything, anything green coming out of them. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Just abstain for a bit. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> well, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook. You can. Are we anywhere else? Sometimes Twitter, but we don't really post on there. (laughs) You can email us at blameitonthevag at gmail.com. And you can, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe um, on iTunes. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.